Hey, Jerry, I'm so excited. Our podcast, Because I Want to Know and Hibbly Horror Stories, are doing a live event together in the Dallas area. Yep, Saturday, October 16th. It's going to be so much fun. Dude, you just completely ignored the fact that Mysterious Circumstances and Hillbilly Horror Stories have a live event the night before in Galveston, Texas. I did not. As a matter of fact, Justin, I was just going to bring up the Galveston show on Friday, October 15th. Jerry, why are you doing a commercial with Justin? Once again, you have given him special treatment over me. Besides, we have a special private dinner show in Memphis on that Tuesday, October 12th. Tracy, I would never give anyone preferential treatment over you. Of course you wouldn't. Thank you, Justin. Um, hello? Leslie Fear over here. Now everyone's ignoring me. Enough! Get your tickets and more information at hillbillyhorrorstories.com. We will see you there unless we kill each other first. Welcome to Because I Want to Know, the podcast where I interview guests about their crazy unique occupations or life experiences. I'm your host, Leslie Fear. So let's get into it, shall we? Hey everyone, today I'm joined with Meredith Willits and she has her own podcast called Meredith with a Y and she also has a fantastic TikTok account that my daughter found actually and she said, mom, you got to interview this chick. She's great and she gives great advice. You have all these wonderful videos, Meredith. And before I start talking to you, I didn't even say hello. Hello, Meredith. Welcome to the show. Hello, hello. I'm so excited to be here. I'm very happy to have you here. I um was struck by what you had to say on your videos. They're so poignant and so, to me, right spot on with how I feel about a lot of things, like your top teenager tips and, you know, the five advice things you'd give to a 20-year-old or, you know, something like that. Now, I know you also are a life coach, you're a psychic medium, you're a medical intuitive, you also are the mother of four children, ages 9 through 24. You are a very busy girl, so tell me, everything about yourself in about 30 more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate that very generous introduction, and I so appreciate your daughter for finding me so that we could be connected, um, and then I could be connected with your listeners. How great. Yeah. Um, so the way I actually look at what I do is kind of reading energy. So it's kind of like a language. That's why I say medical, psychic, dead people, doesn't matter. Energy is energy. So that is kind of a, a language that I speak. So a lot of my clients will call me or, you know, I do coaching. So I talk to them every single week so we can talk about their career, their love life, their home life. It doesn't matter what it is because everything in life is energy. And so I've been doing this for over a decade um, wow. in one way, shape or form. And so my daughter, who's 22, she was on TikTok. She's like, Mom, you got to go on TikTok, blah, 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 blah. Right. And so the thing that I have really realized over the past couple weeks of people's comments on TikTok, and everyone is ridiculously beautiful and generous and kind and loving on TikTok, and they're so grateful and just complimentary. It's been pretty overwhelming, is the things that I talk about are not common knowledge, and that I wasn't prepared for. Really? I've been, it just feels like I've been doing this and it's just a part of, you know, like that's not a part of my reality. I don't want to vortex this or, um, you know, I'm putting that on a shelf. I'm giving it to God or the universe. Like those types of things have become such a part of my daily life and the way I speak to people around me that when I kind of like put it out there on TikTok, for me, it's normal conversation in a coaching client or a regular, you know, just an appointment. And so 
to have all these people be like, holy crap, like that's really amazing advice. It's been really, um, it's fed my soul to be able to help this many people in, in 15 seconds to three minutes. Yeah, I, know. Well, I don't know if <laughs> you got really that fun. three minute option yet. I finally got that, I think, but I have never been able to use it just because I don't have anything to say for that long, but I bet you, you do. Well, that's one thing, podcasting and coaching and appointments and, you know, it's funny because I was actually just talking to a guy um, yesterday and he was telling me how he, he goes to a therapist, but he's so sick of, you know, the, mm-hmm, uh-huh, yeah, how did you feel? He's like, I really need direction and I know that that's not their job as a therapist. It's more to like absorb and, you know, kind of be a part of that holding space process for a lot of people. Yeah. And I think that that's what people are really turning to coaches now is because they're like, you know, quit feeling sorry for yourself. You're an active participant. You're not a victim of this. Like, stop playing the victim. You're going to keep attracting that type of energy. Right. And so, needless to say, I can talk. (laughs) Well, no, and and you really can because, I'm serious, some of the advice, and I went over them this morning again, uh, just kind of reacquainting myself with you because we've had this interview scheduled for a little while, and I'm seriously, very poignant, you know, just the soul contract thing, the the hardest one you said you had to post about the soul contracts of people that, you know, were in the Holocaust or who had to die as children, um, those kinds of things. And you explained it in a way that I honestly, I have to agree with you. I absolutely believe that with my whole soul. And we can go over it if you want. But well, I'll let you tell my listeners what you said. Yeah, so... Also, I do past life regressions for people. So that's like a five-hour appointment um, where a person is put under hypnosis for right around two hours with the max. The entire appointment uh, under hypnosis is recorded for the person to listen to because it is a conversation state, but you're still under. And so those are recorded. So I learned that through Dolores Cannon's program, QHHT. This has to be done in person. So if you look for a QHHT official practitioner in your area. So she has many, many books of these appointments that have been recorded and then documented in books. And so you start to learn a lot of that between death and lifetime. Mm. So soul contracts, spirit, spirit school, like the resting place, all of these things that happen in between our experiences on earth. And she goes on to explain how in soul contracts, and you also hear this in appointment with people in their, you know, being put under, how, you know, one person might be a murderer in one life, and then whomever they murdered in the next life, they switch spots. Yeah. And so now this person's like, okay, I want to see what it's like to be murdered so my soul can experience that and the people around me can experience grief and forgiveness and working through all of that. Because as a general rule, humans judge life from a 3D human consciousness. We only see things as being good, bad, or benign. And that's how we judge life. And and it makes sense. That's what we're told. Like, live a good life and you get to go to heaven. Live a good life and you won't go to jail. Live a good life. Be nice to people. All of this stuff. There's some end game is going to heaven. And so what I have learned through soul contracts and past life regression And there's a lot of books you can read on this. Um, The Untethered Soul, uh, Many Lives, Many Masters, Between Death and Life. There's tons of books out there on this. But it does help explain horrible, horrible things 
in a very logical way that gives more meaning to them than this was just something bad that happened. Right. It, it, it helps, in my opinion, give a lot more value to the experience as something more than just humanly awful. No, and that's a very good point because that's the thing. You say, well, it was just a waste. It was just a this or that. When someone says, well, why did it have to happen? Why I would never have chosen that. And I've talked about this on my podcast before when I interviewed Mary Helen Hensley, a near-death experiencer, and she said, but in your perfect state, and that's what I said to her as well, why wouldn't you want to experience that? Why wouldn't you want to uh, know what it would be like, you know, in that perfect state, it feels like something that would be good for your soul. But when you come down here, you're like, I never signed up for this. I would, why would I in my right mind want to do that? But I think you would. It's, I mean, like, I always look at it like, you know, being an 80 year old person standing in line to go on like the most death defying roller coaster, like everyone would be looking at her going, are you sure you want to do this? And she says, yes, I'm so excited to be turned upside down and flipped around and we're like, are you sure about this? Because like when you are in between life and death, when you're in that soul spirit phase again, okay, mm -hmm. you're literally like sitting there with your soul contract buddies who you probably would now look at as being your mother, your daughter, you know, your sister, your best friend and saying, all right, what are we going to do this time? What do we still need to learn? What kind of karma, karma do we still need to work through? Dolores Cannon talks about in her teachings when you're taking her class, there's not enough handicapable, handicap, I don't the word, you know, where people are in a wheelchair, have physical problems or mental or emotional problems. There's not enough human body to incarnate into because souls are so excited to incarnate into these, these difficult situations, human difficult situations, because it literally checks the box for like 15 karmic lifetimes. Because you're teaching everyone around you to be loving. You're teaching everyone around you to be forgiving and understanding and helpful and have, you know, grow their heart. And you're, you're going through so much learning in this one physical lifetime. Right. But we have been taught that there's an angry God in heaven that is out to get us and is punishing us and is punishing the people in Haiti and punishing the people, you know, in Cuba. And, you know, we just like to look at this from our high horse of there's this punishing situation and it levels humanity in this very bizarre way that isn't true. None yeah, of it's yeah. true. Absolutely. Yeah, and none of it makes sense. Like if you pull yourself back and you say... Why would God want to punish the very creation that is made in his image if right. you're going with the God, you know, Old Testament, New Testament kind of theories? There's nothing that would make any sense to that. There's no reason that they all they're trying to do, all God and your ancestors and spirit guides and angels, they're just trying to bring you back on your path because you have a point A mm. and a point Z in your life, in, in your soul's experience, okay? And it's up to you. We can get there the hard way or we can get there the easy way. It's up to you how you get there. And so you might take a wrong turn. You might go off your path. And so I always call that the hangover of life, the mm -hmm. tap, 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 get back on, you know, a path. Oh, your pants don't fit. Uh-oh, better start eating healthy and going for your 30-minute walks again. Oh, tap, 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 back on. You drank too much last night. Now you feel like crap. Or whatever that hang up, you're dating the same guy over and over and over again. You're going to have to keep getting broken up with. You're going to keep getting ghosted. We can keep doing this until you learn your lesson. Right. And so that's that 
why did I choose this feeling that people get is when they refuse to learn the lesson. They refuse to get past that lesson. And it's not like even like the mean teacher lesson. It's a, for the love of God, please learn this so we can move forward lesson. <laughs> yeah, no. It's a loving lesson. You yeah, know what I mean? It's yeah. a loving, loving lesson. Exactly. No, it took me years to get over the fact that I was dating the same jerk narcissists, you know, until one day I said, I'm done with this. But you know what, though, Meredith? I thank each and every one of them because I would never recognize the wonderful man I'm married to now. thousand percent. thousand percent. Yeah, I just actually said that to someone yesterday. I said, uh, the gal was telling me something about guys or whatever. I go, thank God for all the guys that didn't like me enough to ask me to marry him because that would have been horrific. It would have been train wrecks. You know, no is an answer to a prayer. No, you cannot have that job. No, you cannot buy this house. No, I do not like you and want to break up with you. Those are answers to prayers. And yeah. people fail to realize that they want what they want, what they want, what they want, and they want it now. And that is not always what is best because way back when, way back when, they had a dream. They had a dream of getting to point Z. They had a dream of having this amazing job and this amazing marriage and this amazing career. And so their soul knows that. Their mm-hmm. spirit guides know that. And so they're trying to say, no, God, if you get that job, then you won't get to point Z. So we got to get you that. No, you cannot have that job. No, this guy cannot. This, he has to leave you. Yeah. No, you cannot buy that house because I know there's something that's way better for you up the road that you can't even wrap your head around. Right. You have no way of knowing what I have planned for you or actually what you had planned for you. Right. But now that you're a human, you can't remember that. Right. Yeah, the damn amnesia thing, you know, it's the dang it. <laughs> know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, right. I want the answer to all the test questions. But see, it, it, it's funny because I think the veil is lifting to the extent that we actually do have the answers now. We just don't believe it. Because the answers to the test are is forgetting everything that you've ever learned. That's the money right there. Yeah. Forget that one and one is two. Forget that this, you know, A and D spells and. Forget that there's an angry God. Forget that, you know, religion and all of these things that made you feel less than. Forget all the crap that your parents said to you that made you feel small if you wanted to go be a beautician like I wanted to do. And instead, I went to a four-year degree, which, P.S., still paying off those loans, right? Oh, wow. And so we have this whole dogma of society and religion and school and what we should do and what happiness looks like and what success is defined by. And what I say is ignore all of that. Because when you and I were growing up, success was four bedrooms, two and a half baths, two-car garage, 2.5 kids, a white picket fence, and a vacation once a year, right? right. That was success when right. you and I were growing up. Yeah, absolutely. And, right, and Chris Farley got on Saturday Night Live and joked about that we didn't want to be the person that lived in a van down by the river, right? <laughs> like that was the SNL skit, right? Oh, yeah. Do not, you got to go to school, stay off drugs, you know, whatever it is, because we don't want you to go live in a van down by the river. And now guess where we're at? We're Living in a van down, down by the river is the epitome of success. <laughs> no, it is so true. And you know, it's funny you're saying all this because I've interviewed uh, people that have left the LDS church 
and even the FLDS church. Uh, I interviewed Warren Jeff's 65th wife. That was a trip. And all of them were brainwashed into thinking a certain way. And it's all about how man thinks, not about how you really should be thinking and how you really should be treating your soul and how you really should be treating your body, whether it's uh, going to church or not going to church. I think church is great for a lot of people. I think church is not the best for some people. But I do think there is a there's a happy medium. It's almost like everything in moderation with that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, and the problem is, is that what we're finding out more and more about the church, and a lot of people just use church as a community center, um, a place to, you know, to, to connect with other people, uh, children yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. But what we're seeing more and more with these churches is that they ask for money so that they can, you know, go into different places and spread, quote, the word of God. And, you know, that to me is making me nervous now that we're seeing what we're seeing in Canada with, I think now we're at 750 dead children in Canada of indigenous people. Like Mm -hmm. to me, it's like becoming the mafia, you know, like we need to, we need to hold them accountable for, for their crimes of what they've done. So I'm getting weary of what the church is actually standing for. And so I'm like, "Mm, I'm nervous. There's yeah. something, like, you can get a Bible, you, you know, you can get whatever it is that, that speaks to your soul. You can find these things out. It's when they you need to, you know, give 10% of your income, or you're a bad person, if then. It's literally, it's it's a control thing, and, and I grew up Episcopalian. I actually, I have one tattoo on my body, and it's a cross. And I am a strong believer in Christ. I'm a follower of Christ Absolutely. written like red words yes. in the Bible. Like, yes. show me the red text. We have a conversation. Anything other than that, I have to have a question with that. So there's, I have a very deep relationship with Christ in that sense, but I also have a deep connection with the Buddha and, you know, other religions. It's funny, a lot of Muslim people comment on my TikToks and say, wow, you're like one degree from being Muslim of the things that you talk about here. And so... I think that when we go deep to our inner self, when we go to the gut, I always tell people, go to the gut, that's where good decisions are made. Not the heart, not the head, go to the gut. And I think when we go to the gut and we understand that Jesus came here to show us how to live, we need to get back down to the 101, not the, you know, churches that are all over the country that aren't paying taxes, that are molesting, you know, kids, sorry, but it's true, um, killing children, things of that nature. It's getting gross. And I have a cross on my ankle. So, and, and I'm a believer. Absolutely. But I think that the human, the human version of all of this as with the human version of most of things, is getting perverted in in translation and human greed, as with most things in life, right? Well, it's all all humanistic. And I think at the the end of the day, regardless of what religion you are, we're all still talking about, I think, the same creator, the same God. Muslim, Jewish, uh, Christian, even if you're an atheist, a lot of them still think there's something they may not think it's God, but they think it's something. And I didn't mean to go this route with you, but, you know, I, I just think that um, I think every single religion has a piece, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. There's always some truth in every single religion, except maybe Scientology. I can't deal with that one. Um, but <laughs> I, can't, I, can't do, right. I can't do that one. But no, but some of the things, and I was going to talk to you about some of the things you were talking about on your videos when you said also... Um, 
What would you tell your 20 year old self if you could go back and tell your 20 year old self? And what did you say on that video? Get a good vibrator. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't mean that. Go ahead. Oh, the men I wouldn't have dated had I had a vibrator. I mean, (laughs) I'm not kidding. Like, I didn't even know, like, that that was a thing until I was, like, 27 years old. Like, it wasn't even in my repertoire. Like, I didn't know what that was all about, you know. And, I mean, all the hookups after, like, a bar, you know, drinking, you know, college, whatever it is. And, yeah, never needed any of that nonsense. (laughs) So, yeah. And, you know, so... Not just that, but, you know, travel a lot. Don't get bogged down by your grades. Don't listen to, you know, don't be overly concerned with your parents and what they're telling you to do. Like, you got to listen to yourself. You're the one that's going to be living this life for the next, you know, if you're 20, hopefully 60, 70 years. Right. So make make it yours. Stop listening to everyone around you. Have an advisory board. But, I mean, all the crap that I'm doing on TikTok, all of this stuff where I've been wildly successful, the stuff that I do on my podcast, I'm asking nobody's advice. Right. I don't ask anybody's well, you opinion. You don't need it. You're getting I don't it want yourself. Their opinion, nothing. Yeah, you've got it yourself. You lived it. You've experienced it. And that's the thing. I mean, muddy the waters. You know, they're going to muddy the, the, oh, you should do this and you should do that. I don't want to hear any of your nonsense. Let me see your TikTok account, right? You know what I mean? Like, don't tell me. I got this. You know, well, and, and you know, it's funny because younger kids, I mean, they're, they all know more than me and, and you and everyone else, even my, my kids probably think they know more than me and they're good kids. Don't get me wrong. But I, yeah. you finally have to just let go and let them, I just let them go. They're going to make mistakes, you know, and, and that's how you got where you are. That's why you got 50,000 followers. That's why you're in the top 5% on podcast. That's why you're successful. Right. thousand followers almost on TikTok. Well, how many now? I'm almost at 200,000. Oh, my gosh. Well, I, you could give me some of your followers, Meredith. You don't have to be so dang selfish, girl. Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I really do interact with a lot of the people. I no, read all do. the comments. I think yeah. it's super important. And then I use those comments for new topics or to answer the question for another um, TikTok. Because if I see the question or if I see the comment over and over again, I'm like, okay, there's something that needs to be addressed here or right. the information that I gave wasn't clear. And so I'm really aware that what what makes sense in my brain doesn't always make sense to the listener. So I might need to go back and clarify. But I really look at my TikTok page as being kind of like a, a glossary or, you know, with oh, a really page, I don't know what you want to call it, of information. I try to put series up. I try to um, address. I'm not dancing on the page. I'm not, right. you know, it's, it's a very informative page that you can go to for information honestly you know so true and that's the thing well it makes me understand why you're a life coach that that's why you coach ceos and entrepreneurs and moms and 20 somethings and all the things because first of all you've lived it you're smart and you just that extra psychic ability tell me more a little bit more about that like how did you know you were psychic and and what can you do psychically well i guess You'd have to say anything that's appropriate. So I have a deal with Spirit. I actually have a Mediumship 101 class on my website. And so if anyone's interested in like psychic ability, mediumship, things of that nature, I actually um, worked with the Long Island medium. um, I guess it would be her spiritual advisor, Pat Longo. And she helped me to come up with rules for being a medium. And I actually told one of the rules to another TikToker today on, on one of her comments because she's like, 
spirits waking me up all night. I'm like, dude, you got to have rules. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so I have a mediumship class to help people if they are interested in this. It's like an hour and a half class. It's like 35 bucks. So I want people to, it to be accessible to everybody. Right. But anyways, it was about probably, I would say 14 years ago now, I started getting into like energy work. The best way to describe it is kind of like acupuncture mm-hmm. or Reiki, sure. I guess. And I was reading people, but I didn't even know that that's what I was doing because it's kind of like advanced kinesiology. And then I started learning that like emotions have energy and they have their own frequency and you can remove them from people all across the world and country. And I'm like, okay, well, if I can read someone and tap into somebody is how I used to say it in California and energy is neither created nor destroyed, then that means I can tap into someone that's dead because they're not destroyed either. So then I started playing with mediumship and that's when I had to get a little training because it's important that you know what you're tapping into and then if you're delivering messages like I will only deliver a healing message it has to be appropriate like you said earlier we have the gift I guess of forgetfulness we don't know all the answers to the test so if it's appropriate for me to give someone a psychic meaning future message then I can deliver it. If not, they just won't show me anything. So when I say the word they, it's kind of like the person that I'm reading, their higher self. So to be perfectly honest, I taught myself how to do this. I taught myself how to be a medium, a psychic, a medical intuitive. I've always been sensitive. I've always been empathic. I didn't know those were the words for it. I just thought I was a sensitive turd that, you know, everyone, my feelings were always hurt. Um, but I, I put myself in people's shoes. I cry over movies. I was that kid. Right. So that energy, that very openness was always there. That ability to read people was always there. I just didn't have words for it. And then I would do what I called Monday Night Medium, which would, I'd go on Facebook and do Facebook Lives and read people all over the U.S. and United States, world, whatever, and start honing my craft. You know, I got good at it. I got better at it. I learned to not filter. I learned to just say what I saw in my head because that's the serious part of being a medium or psychic is being wrong, and that's all ego-driven. So you have to really kind of step around your ego and just say what you see or what you feel or whatever the heck it is. And so I feel that the reason I went through, and I still do it, I do parties and all of that stuff still, but... I know that the reason that I went through the mediumship piece and the psychic piece is so that I could have a glimpse through my own experience and eyes beyond a shadow of a doubt that no one could ever, ever, never, ever challenge what I have experienced as being 1000% real and true. And I could then take all of that experience, all of that information, all of that shadow of a doubt knowledge and and apply that to life coaching and spiritual counseling. So when someone says to me, I had an abortion 20 years ago and I've never forgiven myself, I can look at them without a shadow of a doubt, no falter in my voice and say, you were never in the wrong. That baby came here to change your life. Now forgive yourself and go have a damn good life. Right. Now, there's a lot of people that would hate to hear that, and and I understand that too. But but you know what? That's more of a religious thing, and I and I totally get it. And I'm not here to, um, you know, debate any of that. But I I do get what you're. I really do believe you're right. And as hard as that is to hear on any account, on any kind of life or death situation, that's not fun and easy to hear. But I do think yeah. people are put here, um, whether they have long lives or short lives or tragic lives or whatever it is for a better good, for a higher reason. 
Yep. And that's the thing that we just want to judge it as being good, bad, or ugly. But from that spirit in that unborn child, they're like, you know, oh, my mom, she's making a bad choice here with this guy. She is completely off base. And so I got to get incarnated and be born. And then she's going to have this really difficult decision to make. And then she's going to have an abortion. And she's going to look at this guy and be like, holy crap, what am I doing? And she's going to jump ship and go back to nursing school. And and then she's going to meet my dad or whatever it is. And we'll be back together either in another incarnation in this experience or I'll see her when she passes away. It's not all that we think it is. It's not all about the human experience. It's about the spiritual experience by way of this human vehicle. But we put so much emphasis on this human vehicle and the human experience, but it's really about the spiritual experience, and spirit doesn't care. They're always around you. Right. And, you know, it's funny because most people, that's all they know is their human side. They don't tap into that spiritual side that maybe, you know, they're afraid of or they don't believe in or whatever it is. But in my experience, that is my experience. I do have a spiritual side. I do have some kind of ability, at least with my mother. I haven't told you this and my listeners are probably so sick of me telling my people that I talk to. I've taught myself how to communicate with my mother who passed away four years ago. And and I didn't, it was one of those things where we had an agreement, if one of us goes, whichever first, and we had it years ago, we're going to try our best to, to communicate. And I said, well, I'm going to try and did it night after night for a good month or so. And finally, the words, I didn't try for the words, they were just coming. And I thought I was crazy. But then I started just trusting myself. And now we, now I know what she does up there. She's, she greets people. That's what she does. Yeah, it's very sweet. That's so beautiful. And it's so funny because, you know, all the religion and all the churches and all the teachings that you see, it's all about humans. Yeah. How much sense does that make? It's all about the human experience and that there's, you know, what you do here matters more than anything. Like, that doesn't even make any sense if you truly are looking at it from your spirit, your soul. Right. But they do all kinds of things, though, Meredith, that are more like when you pray, that's a form of spirituality. When you um, pray about one person, about one certain thing, like an incantation, that's witchcraft. I mean, it's, you know, they don't want to put that label on it, but that's basically what it is. Yeah, exactly. And I tell people all the time, every single thought, every word that you say is a prayer because it holds a frequency. And so it sends, it's the butterfly effect. So your thoughts are important. They don't manifest immediately, thank the Lord, pink elephants, because that would be awkward. But, you know, our entire existence is a prayer. Our entire existence is a frequency. The word liver is a frequency. The word cancer has a frequency. The word love and sex, those are all frequencies. And we're picking that stuff up all day. We're just walking antennas is what we are, you know. And so I literally would tell everyone to just try researching some of this start researching things like soul don't take my word for it research soul contract research why is your soul here research frequency i mean people are like oh you said the word god now i'm going to unfollow you and i'm like use whatever words you want god is the biggest scientist out there it's all science it's all attraction it's all frequency it's all protons neutrons electrons it's all energy Stop being crazy. (laughs) Call it what you want. I don't care. People call it the spaghetti monster. I don't give a shit what you call it. The fact of the matter is, is it's there. 
Yeah, I agree. And we're all connected to it. We're all connected. We're all one. And if you're going to get turned off of good information because of the word God, forget what you learned. God is not even, it's just a word, people. Stop. It's like swear words are bad. Who says? Yeah. <laughs> what insanity are we talking about here? How in the hell is the word shit worse than the word poop? Stop it. <laughs> I know. Oh, honey, you put a microphone in front of me and I don't cuss at all. And I, I don't know if my listeners know this, but I cuss a lot. So I just don't really on this podcast. <laughs> I, that's awesome. But you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's just the, the insanity, the hypocrisy yeah. of the things that we put these parentheses around in life of good and bad. And it's just insane. Sanity, and we love living inside of these boxes. We love labeling and leveling things as being good and bad and I'm better than you. And this is where racism comes from. This is where all of this, like gay people are bad and they're doing it wrong and they're not. I mean, stop it. Stop it right now. You're wasting your life hating people. You know, and that's, well, and and I have a whole podcast series um, with people of color. I actually interviewed the two gals from Mommy While Muslim, is the award-winning podcast. And I also interviewed the two gals from Dear White Women, amazing award-winning podcast. And there's a bunch of other ones. And my whole thing was, I can't talk to people of color because I'm white. And so that's awkward. And so I'm talking to white people and going, listen to this story, wake up. Your parents have taught you racism. The society around you that's teaching you that racism, it's ruining your life. Because you're hating people for a dumb reason. Mm-hmm. And anytime you hate anybody, I don't care if it's because school or your church or the parents or your friends or social media told you it's a good idea, you're making a mistake. Yeah. No, I, you're I ruining totally your agree. own life. Because yeah. that hate lives in you. You yeah. have to live with that. Right. No, I, I completely agree with you. I'm telling you, I, I have to say, <laughs> I'll just let you talk because you're doing my job for me today. No, you're doing great. I mean, you're just, well, that explains to me why. You do what you do. Now, tell me about your kids if you if you want. We don't have to keep this in or not. But are they, do they have any abilities? How has this impacted them? Tell me about a little bit about that. And your husband. Yeah, what? so I have, my son will be 24 um, in August here, Cody. Cody lives in, in Ohio and he's awesome and, you know, just is a great guy. Bought a house. I'm so proud of him. And my daughter is 22. She just graduated from college and she's in Florida and she does, like, energy work on her friends, like, oh, nice. if they have headaches or whatever. So she's totally into it. She's probably, without a doubt, I would say she's, like, my soul sister, my daughter is, because she is just, like, right before here, you know, our, our, our interview today, she's texting me, Mom, you got to put something on TikTok. She's always sending me stuff to put on TikTok, which is <laughs> so cool. And she's my travel buddy. We've been to Bali, oh, India. Wow. We've been everywhere together, nice. um, Europe. And so she pays her own way. She, wow. she pays, she's always paid her own way. So I, she is my travel partner. She's not just, you know, and then I have my 12 year old who she's, she's amazing. And, you know, going in seventh grade, but then there's Brock and he can actually be found on my TikTok page uh, when we were like asking for a thousand followers way back a couple months ago. And he's my psychic guy and really? he's very intuitive. He's 10 years old. Um, he had a presentation at school at the end of the year last year and did an entire presentation on meditation. Really? Um, and so, yeah. <laughs> wow. And, and he's so cool because, like, I'll see something maybe in my purse or my phone, you know, in the one room, and he's in the other room, and he'll ask me about it, like, instantly. 
So he is really connected psychically and just a really cool kid and a huge athlete. I mean, he's 10 years old and he's, you know, 95 pounds. He's on the all-star district team. Like, so he's, he's an athlete. He's very pensive. He understands past lives. He loves to ask me what his friend's past lives are. And I'm like, their parents might not want that. (laughs) Be respectful. But that's so so, well-rounded though, Meredith. That's so well-rounded. You know, that's just really good for him. But now are you, now do you have a husband? Are you married? Yeah. Okay. So I'm divorced (laughs) and I actually, um, right now I'm doing a, um, I'm doing a podcast series right now with my ex-husband's wife. There you go. There's my girl. (laughs) (laughs) I just come at you at all angles. Like I'm not, I'm just coming at you at all angles. Um, Dead people and ex-wives, right? And ex-husbands. So she and I are doing a podcast right now called We Married Rich because I got lucky and my ex-husband's name is Rich. And so um, we're talking about, (laughs) like I said, I got to do, I'm here all week, tip the waiters. So (laughs) so her and I just shoot the shit for an entire series talking about what it was like, you know, getting married to a man who had an ex-wife with two kids and what it was like for me to watch my ex-husband get married and have children. And, you know, she moved into the house that he and I bought um, when they got married. So we talk about a lot of these big topics on the podcast series and it's been really fun. So Rich and I are divorced. Cody and Skylar are from that marriage. And then I am now married to Jim, who is literally the world's greatest dad in the entire planet. And um, we have two kids that's uh, Brock and Emerson. So he works for the White Sox. So I, although my life sounds crazy and it is crazy and it's exciting and I love it. I have this very normal husband who's the vice president at, uh, you know, Major League Baseball, Chicago White Sox. That's amazing. Um, so, yeah, wow. I, we're kind of a very grounded, spiritual family who, um, like, all my kids are on TikTok, but I'm the one that's the most TikTok famous. So it's a very <laughs> bizarre house, but it's super fun. <laughs> well, you like, know, I got to give you kudos for having a podcast or doing a series with your ex-husband's uh, wife. And let me tell you something, not only is that probably healing for you, but just the fact that you can joke around and still be friends with someone who you both had relations with, I don't know, there's just something about just letting that part go and just having fun with another soul, no matter who they are, that's fantastic. Well, I will tell you, it was funny because when we were recording our first episode or second, I don't remember which, I remember saying to her, all of a sudden it just kind of came over me because I do my interviews over Zoom so I can see her while we're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> and there was just this thing that came over me and I thought to myself, and I said it, I'm like, I think this is actually the most proud thing I've ever done Aww. was have an ex-husband and have a stepmom to my children and want her to love them and want this relationship to flourish and never talk crap about them and always be so, like... And, and marrying the man that I'm married to who is literally the greatest stepfather in the history of life, except for mine, too. I have a great stepdad. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, there's no words to put on that when, you know, my daughter graduates from college and my son graduates from college and we're all together at our rental house in Florida and we're all swimming and we're all sitting in the hot tub and we're all, you know, going out to brunch. Me, my ex, his wife, my husband, all of our kids are celebrating these children that we've raised together. You know, I mean, to me, that's it right there. That's it. Well, you you know what? That's the money. You're practicing what you preach, girl. You You have to. 
You have to. Good for you. Now, let me tell you, let me, I know you have to go. So I want you to tell all my listeners what kinds of things you offer. Uh, do you offer psychic readings, where to find you, all your classes, your TikTok, everything. And I'll put it on the show notes too. Go ahead. Oh, I love that. Thank you so much. So um, I actually have two Instagram accounts. One is Meredith underscore Willis. And the other one is Meredith, you know, and then underscores with a Y. So Meredith with a Y with underscores under all that. Okay. And then my TikTok is actually Meredith with a Y. And that's M-E-R-E-D-Y-T-H. So if you put in Meredith, I'm like the first person to pop up, yes. which is so cool. Yeah, it is. Um, and then I'm, it's so cool. And then there's, it's MeredithWillett.com is my website. And that's where all my classes are. Um, very affordable. You can schedule phone appointments. 99% of all of my appointments are done over the phone. And if you want Zoom, just put that in the note um, when you schedule an appointment. But I do coaching packages. I do psychic, mediumship, emotional release work, which is like energy work. I do the hypnosis, but that has to be in person here in the Chicagoland area. I'm in the suburbs of Chicago here in Illinois. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's all there and follow me on TikTok and I have a lot of fun and I just, you know, I'm always, I'm always thinking about how I can help people. Literally from the minute I go, you know, wake up until in the middle of the night when I'm checking to see what's going on, I'm always I'm always literally trying to think about what I can do to help people. Absolutely. It's just something I'm really passionate about. Yeah, you really are. Every every single thing you do, you put thought into. And that's why my daughter was like, Mom, you got you to gotta interview this lady. <laughs> so you're definitely making a mark. And she's 21. And I've got an almost 24-year-old son. So we're almost the same exact uh, as far as kids' uh, yeah. ages on the older ones. So I, I just have the two. But you have been a delight. And I appreciate your time so much. I, and I hope you grow your TikTok. And I hope you help me grow mine because I need some followers. I love <laughs> that I love that well thank you so much for having me on today and you know inviting me to share my story and what I'm doing and I I love seeing when your name pops up on TikTok and we message each other that's so fun so I appreciate everyone taking the time to listen and check me out um, wherever you can find me on my website and TikTok and we'll talk again soon I mean there's got to be more topics we can hit so I'm oh absolutely I well I got your phone number now so you're kind of doomed <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. Thank you. Hey, thanks for joining me. Well, I love providing because I want to know to you at no cost. So if you like what you heard, please leave me a five-star review or you can donate to the show at my PayPal at lesliefear at yahoo.com. Any support you give will be sincerely appreciated as I'm a one-woman show and I do all my own producing, all my own recording, and all my own scheduling. And I appreciate any amount you feel led to give as it'll help offset the cost of my show. Also, one more thing, I am a paranormal romance novelist. I have eight under my belt and you can find them all on Amazon.com. Just look up my name. I'm very easy to find. Thank you all so much for your support and I will see you next week.